I was just listening to Box Guts yeah. uh, in the whip. And he's great. Box Guts is great. Yeah, he has he's a lot a good, of material. He's a good guy, man. He's been, he's been at he's it for a long time. He's, he's like, he's like about my age, give or take a year. And uh, yeah, he's been, told me he's like been getting after it for just about as long, too. So I was like, oh, that's weird. But, but he's not like from here originally. Yeah, I don't yeah. know where, where I've seen him a bunch, and he he's really, from like I've done stuff with him. He's but. from like I don't know Virginia or Delaware, you know, one of those random spots. Is he? Check me out. Oh, we are back out here. This is Golden Hour, episode gosh. three, three. One, three. Uh, it's nice to see y'all again, and uh, hopefully it's also nice to be seen. We got a special guest today, actually a one-of-a-kind guest today. You know, I can't say enough about this man, but when we thought of the idea for this show, the concept about bringing on people that are multi-talented, uh, have their wear many hats, if you will, that are, you know, our peers that are... People we appreciate, but also just dope motherfuckers. Feel me? Uh, this man came to mind. So without further ado, I want to welcome Mike, aka DJ Chance Plant, to the motherfucker show. My brother. Bless. Bless. Yes. Cheers. Yes. Thanks yes. Thanks for having me on. You know, yeah. so they say DJ Chance Plant, which is yeah, one of your handles, but also just like Chance Plant now. What is where did that come from? What is that? Interesting. Let's see. Transplant. Well, that's I went to the Kingdom of Lesotho, South Africa after graduating from college and a good friend of mine, we were in I think Amsterdam Airport. I know we were traveling we were checking out Amsterdam. Okay. And wandering around and it was when AOL online and Hotmail and all that fun stuff had just started. Yeah, I had no email, and uh, I think I I DJed a bunch back here and had like an artist moniker that was like solo or something. Okay, and uh, I just I don't know why that was even that was just like a pre pre artistic uh, really thinking about it too much. But at any rate, uh, went to travel. Was in Amsterdam on my way to the Kingdom of Lesotho, South South Africa. And uh, my friend was like, you need a hotmail before we get there because there's not many phones. There was not like this, like the main way that you could communicate back to the States or to anybody you loved and cared about and uh, get it there in a speedy fashion. You send if you sent a letter, it would take like a month. And if you sent, you know, if you're going by phone, it would basically cost you all your money and you probably wouldn't access a phone. So. I ended up uh, getting a Hotmail address, and we tried to do Michael Plant, Mike Plant, all these different, you know, tried them a million times, and there was nothing available. So uh, she was like, hey, what, are you, what about Transplant? And I was like, that is amazing. That's exactly what I'm doing. And uh, for just the purposes of taking myself from one little Vermont, green Vermont state, and uh, putting myself in the middle of South Africa, um, or just in the world, really. But uh, 
to be to be a plant or a plant growing yeah. and transplant or transplant to uh, a new place and have uh, this be it was one of those that kind of resonated and I think uh, over time it resonated deeper and deeper and became something that really was kind of like a grounding or rooted yeah <laughs> um, metaphorical uh, kind of artistic reference point for me to like as a human being just remember my roots remember um just the things that nourish me and you know from travel to exploring being open and uh and looking to always kind of like go honor that and go back to it and do you remember. love her royalties like when, when I, I feel like i'm not there <laughs> you're out there you were a, a huge rock in that journey and That's uh yeah, that was it, transplant, and then I just added the three three one three just to uh, pop it onto Gmail, oh. and that was the revolutions per minute of uh, or per moment. Oh, in, in, in my uh, in my feeling of uh, of of a of a record. Yeah, yes, that's sure. awesome. So that was a fun one. But yeah, you're transplant. originally um, from what Bennington, Vermont, or North Bennington, or the North, village of North Bennington, little, little mini. Mini spot in Vermont. Pretty rough. It's a rough place to go. Rough place to go. <laughs> <laughs> Super rough. I think I graduated with about fourteen or sixteen kids. amazing kids. Yeah, growing up, and uh, moved. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it's a sweet little little village. Yeah. Really big borders. Bennington College, which is a. Well renowned art school where that's actually lots that's of, where my niece went. Yeah, cool, yeah, Joy, I just graduated from there. No kidding, yeah. yeah. The hometown, what a it's a cool little village, definitely not. Uh, what do they? I was rated like one of the top places to raise a family, and I okay. have to say, definitely one of everything. You know, it's got a one, bl- one black person, one Asian, <laughs> <laughs> obviously. So growing up like in Bennington, um, like what type of what type of uh, youth were you? Were you like you were into sports, or were you like a? Well, in North Bennington, I would say it was it was so small that I got to do everything, you know. Yeah. And like I said, we were bordering Bennington College, so I'd walk to school every day, and I remember seeing the weirdest art, you know, yeah. things that were just like look like stuff just thrown onto a a lawn on the way, you know, to school and. I even my mom, I just remember a few times when we were walking to school just being like, What is that? Yeah. <laughs> that's art. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. So it was like nice to have that. It's kind of a just the, like you said, on the opposite of a dangerous, unsafe environment. It was a very safe environment. Yeah. And you know, very lucky to have that and just a really some amazing teachers. Some that I learned, you know. Have you always been? Because you're a lot of them. Obviously, uh, we have many things to go over, but you're an incredible um, visual artist, or you know, artist in the more I don't know if I'd say classical sense, but yeah, you are incredible at drawing. Um, was that like always? A, like, have you been into art in that for you know since been since or what? Yeah, actually, that was always kind of like a thing that I I feel like my mom would always draw with me. Um, all my friends would reinforce it, you know, they just like loved, you know, watching you draw and, you know, it starts, I think it started just, I think I drew like, well, creatures and then I would draw, yeah, I was into athletics and I, you know, was actually from my town, I was probably one of the only ones that played, I think I was the only one that played, the only guy that played soccer, there were a few that played baseball 
and a few that played basketball we had like you know little teams and stuff but when we made it to like middle school which was when we went to the big school so our little yeah yeah 12 to 16 people in the class graduated into middle school it was like thrown into a huge you know went from yeah to 20 kids to hundreds of kids yeah i remember you used to draw uh if we could pull up something you used to draw like real like multi you know just pictures with like a lot of different stuff going on all tied together they were often like some kind of political or, or even like worldly and uh i remember that's when i really realized how just like ridiculously talented you are yeah oh cheers man in that yeah. respect because i already knew musically and um for people who don't know transplant here uh we were members of a group called source unknown together back in the uh 90s early 2000s so if i'm showing our age shout out to Shape scope keith Wright, justin Jelinas, jay allen some of the best crew ever man yeah and Forrest, um yeah for uh, yeah so wow. uh yeah. You, during those times, Mystery. you know, you were, Shape was, like, kind of obviously, like, the founder or whatever, the DJ in that respect, but you would be, you would DJ a lot of events, and I think when, I mean, we're going to skip all around here, but I think during that time you were playing, uh, you were DJing a lot out at, like, um, like, Liquid Energy, like, kind of cutting your teeth, if you will, and like, the performing scene, right? Is that... Oof, yeah, we are jumping around. Yeah. But I would say that Source Unknown was definitely... So just to backtrack, let's see. Met Keith after college, after the Kingdom of Lesotho journey, I do believe. So you... So obviously... Yeah, it was after that. And yeah. I think it was after right after 9-11, actually. I met Keith. I had been told about Keith when I was in college by Mark Cernogia. Oh, yeah. Who is a, shout out to Mark. I actually see Mark at, uh, down at Tampa, um, the Tampa Pro Contest, because he's all into, like, the video side of it. And everything. Oh, yeah, he's crushing it. Yeah. Good, good, good friend there, man. But wow. uh, Liquid Energy well, yeah, no, was kind of so like Cernogia where... Cernogia was J from JMA, yep. and so I met Cernogia, and then it was Jason Allen, and, and then I met Keith, yep. and then Source Unknown and all that uh, took off. Yep. And I feel like before that, yeah, Liquid was Liquid Energy and a lot of different things going on in Burlington. The Sunday Night Mass crew, yeah. I, was, I, I did some DJing with them. But you were already a pretty good DJ at that point, so clearly you had been doing it for a little bit before. Like, when did you first get into DJing? Oh, wow. Uh, let's see. Oh, dude, I'm just going to be throwing shit wow, out of left field at you. we are just going to yeah. keep oh, yeah. digging yeah, into yeah. it. <laughs> this all comes into that surreal <laughs> vibe where everything this is, is the, combined. This is Golden Hour, a.k.a. Trav's random grab bag. It is. <laughs> Back and forth against the needle. Everything doesn't come from scratch. The um, the question was going into... Just kind of like, yeah, when you just got into, like, DJing or, like, oh, I don't yeah. know, maybe not even just DJing, but, like, got into, like, being a part of music or... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, jeez, I mean, I played a lot of instruments as a kid, but growing up and gotten into singing and doing all sorts of things. What but, instruments did you play? Oh gosh, uh, violin and uh, I feel like we, we played, we did so many. We, we basically, in this, being in a small school, we yeah. explored a lot of different instruments, but um, I feel like the voice and the violin, all the V words. Okay. V, v, <laughs> remember, remember. Yeah, yeah. The V words. But yes, the... Uh, 
explored all those, got exposed to some of the best music ever through my be- one of my best friends who didn't go to school with me, but was a huge influence, Jesse Winship Fryer. Definitely a huge influence between his family and their uh, social awareness and kind of like political landscape of so many things happening at that time. I, in my town, I wouldn't have been exposed to all that. Okay. I'm not saying that it wasn't of conversations and narratives that were happening around me, but his family definitely was um, on a whole other level of... um, dinner conversation and okay. uh, you know we 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 got to experience a lot of cool stuff it's when i first learned about marley and poor righteous teachers and malcolm x and martin luther king and uh so they were on gosh they were on know, from shit. boogie down productions and krs1 i mean no, nobody that i grew up with was listening to a lot of that music so i had like some fun mixtapes that would i'd be rocking and i think through all of that, I got now we're talking like what? 80, like, we're talking the 80s, probably talking, early 80s. We're talking late, yeah, it would be like later 80s, maybe 88. Okay, and then and then, yeah, going into high school in the 90s, it was like probably yo MTV raps oh, for yeah. sure. You know, every and, day, and every uh, day after just school, just to get a rep. Yep, yep. You got to rush home. You got to rush home <laughs> from school and watch your TV reps. Yep. Yep. I think Premiere was the big one for me as a DJ, being like, "Wow!" Actually, seeing what he was doing. So this is and like probably these what, Martin Luther King samples came to life. Step in the arena. Step in the arena. Yeah. yeah step, 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 step. And that step, was yep. some of the first, you know, a part of some of the first tapes that I I like played over and over, and I actually still have. Now, how are you getting like, like what was your source at the time? Where we were getting the tapes, yeah, or just yeah. Well, like, off the radio, we would sneak, you know, getting different radio recordings off of some of the stations and in, in where I grew up in, it was southwestern Vermont. We had the tri-state, so we're like right in the triangle of New York and Massachusetts. So okay. we got to like tap into Albany's yep. radio and some of the you know Williamstown and and some of the other Berkshire area radio stations which definitely helped because you could you know make your little mixtapes and record and and create stuff but you know we would go to the mall and you know sneak off to the mall and the original mixtape though like literally that was it like you like to the point where if you wanted to catch this one song you heard like a week ago you might have to turn on and just be like always kind of ready have your little blank in there whatever it was and then have it on record record and pause so you didn't catch that weird snap when you you hit the record and have a smooth blend but yeah, the uh, that was it, and we would, we, you know, when I figured out some of the groups that I really liked, I we would get, you know, go and get tapes and yeah. from like a what, like a coconut or strawberries or something. Oh, for real, yeah, probably yeah. there was a lot of them, you know, in the mall. Probably was coconuts. That's actually funny. Um, and uh, God, what was this? I can't remember the other names of the stores, but and then a couple local spots. Actually, you know, I got to know some folks and reggae music as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I was definitely, you know, through Jesse and exposed to such fun music that, you know, I would go into stores and be like, what do you like? And you, you tell them what you like, and the guy would start to find stuff that was relative mm-hmm. and try to cater to, you know, us, us middle schoolers. And yeah, high for you, for you kids in. out there, they're like, what the hell are they talking about? Why aren't they just searching on the internet? 
Well, I came about uh, 20 years funny, later. Uh, <laughs> Siri, uh, I'd love to yeah, right? hear music like this. Well, the reason and, why you know, is because computers didn't really exist. The algorithms. <laughs> the algorithms really... were human algorithms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we, we'll try to rehumanize this planet one yeah. one moment at a time, one podcast at a time. Yeah. We, we use it against itself. Yeah, so then you, uh, so you're getting inspired, and then... Um, yeah, and then I got my first set of turntables, I think, to actually play around on in college. Uh, and where did you go to college? St. Mike's? St. Mike's, yeah, okay, yeah. totally. And uh, just was asked to do some house parties, or, you know, we played around in a friend's place. Um, oh, gosh, man, yeah, and... Uh, and that was that's a whole other journey of a story, but yeah. So what between, kind of t- what were your first tables? Were they were they like Gemini? Bell drives, oh, bell okay. drive Gemini's, right. uh, maybe even a Newmark and a Gemini, okay. and wobble tables, and yeah. you know, wonky it, needles. And, it's funny, I can't remember you know, who freaking good quarters taped to the to uh, the head to level the cartridge yeah, yeah, <laughs> just yeah, yeah, to keep yeah. it from bouncing. Yeah. And that was just even honestly without cutting too much, uh, just trying to actually pull back oh, yeah. a record oh, yeah, without yeah, it yeah, skipping they, the they needle. Used, yeah, they used to go like that. Yeah, they used to go like that for sure and uh the reason why i asked i was probably you might have told me that before but uh which would have been like the night like anybody pretty much that you a lot of people that you ask you know from back in that era um it's like everyone's like i don't know why i should have just went straight to text but it's like well those ones are way cheaper and you didn't quite realize that like you know you're like well what can the real difference be and turns out it was butter big (laughs) big difference huge difference well and that's so at the same time that i was getting to use these gemini's that were given to me or you know whatever i ended up um my friends i made friends with this amazing these two brothers uh, nikolai and nikita isayev who were uh, my russian uh amazing russian friends who like just embraced uh me into their crew and a friend, John, John Iaquenta, who, um, actually, I think he's the one that introduced me one day. He was walking through campus, and I was hanging out with my other friend, Tui, and a, a bunch of other uh, fun soccer friends. And uh, our friend, John, walked through, and we hadn't seen him in a couple years. And, and he was like, oh, I'm heading down to this his new spot. He was living in Winooski, which was near the old, old higher ground in Winooski, yeah. up, up the hill from that. And uh, after going there, that I mean, that really was the spark that put me in front of Technics where... He had know, set up already. Oh, yeah. These guys had, like, the epic setup, the best headphones, the best turntables. Wait, this is Dave's brother? This is Dave's brother. Neek's brother, oh, yeah. Oh, my God, it's Neek. Yeah, you know, rest in peace, Neek the Freak. Yeah, because, you know, I, I went to first grade with Neek in National uh, Hampshire. You now it's like... Yeah. This is the, and the, so we, we are weaving, and yes. this is what I want to say about yes. you guys. I appreciate what you do with this because... It's it is such an interconnected, hundred percent like woven network of amazing people that have been on the show, and that you guys like. You know, it's it's so important for us to as a community to like see this and 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 hear this and re- be reminded of um, how woven we are, and six how strong degrees, we are. Six and, degrees of separation is basically one out here. <laughs> how much we influence each other yeah. in so many ways and can support and really. You know, uh, we're just a part of each other's lives. In That's ways crazy because that John Iaquenta was literally lived in my neighborhood when I was in first grade. Like literally, they lived in, they lived National, in West, right? yeah, in Westgate yeah. Village, I believe was that one. I mean, shit, I moved so many times, hard to keep track of what it was. I'm pretty sure it was called Westgate Village, but yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then I hadn't seen Dave until you know probably 
20 years later when he was in a basement party at my house on Ad Court while I was wrestling them. Wow. But anyway, that's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, so you... Well, so he introduced me to... To these, to Nikita and Nikolai, okay. and then another friend, friend Steve, but uh, friend Shariar, uh, who's around town now, another DJ. Um, yeah, Grumps was it? Yeah, Steve Grumps. Gosh, yeah, they, they had a little crew called the Campaign, and they were doing a lot of house music, drum and bass, jungle. Okay, so are you like jumping up on the tables? I, are you like get your his house and he's well, really like? I was absorbing. Okay, because it was like they they were rocking. It was yep. his table. You were taking they, notes. I was like drawing. I think <laughs> yeah. I, I went over with John, and you know, I'm just like, wow, this is amazing. And uh, and I think even Brian Morrissey, another friend that was in, oh yeah, so he was in college with me, and he was the roommates with a, another friend, Tom, yeah. Tom Daly, and they had they had some turntables set up in their end unit uh, on my floor, and I remember having some fun over there a few times. So what drew you tape, what drew anyway. you up? Like, so you decided to go to St. Mike's, but like, what was it about St. Mike's? Was it were you, was it for like sports, or you just thought it would be like? Do you remember exactly what you was like drawn to that? That's a good one. I was recruited to go to some other places. I went to St. Mike's. I think it was because of my visit there, and uh, I really liked the idea of the community, and it was about a lot more than just kind of I don't want to say like. Conveyor belt, one direction, okay. you know, liberal arts school, whatever you want to call it. But the idea that, like, you, they were really encouraging. And everybody that I met there, I felt like they were really saying good things about how dynamic their education was. Now, that's, um, a, that's a Catholic school, right? <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it, what's it, it's... It's not a Catholic school. It's a liberal arts school, but it's... I don't know how to explain that. Yeah. I didn't ever feel like it was a Catholic school. Well, the reason why I ask is... Because it was a Catholic school. Well, no, the school. reason why I ask Nothing is, like, were you, did, were you raised, like... Were you raised, no. like, in the church? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. No. I was uh, fortunate enough to kind of be able to make my own decision on that. Yeah. And, uh... Because you're a spiritual person. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like we all I, are. I but we're all interconnected, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of truths, uh, or, you know, maybe not truths, but a lot of great ways to look at things that I think, having not been, you know, some people can be, you know, pushed one thing in yeah. one direction and then, whoa, realize that there's so much more out there. But I think... You know, I think that might have happened with sports, even with me and arts. You know, it's like that there's just the art door was already wide open. And then I went to school and I kind of I realized that school kind of, you know, starts to take away the imagination and the creativity with writing. I remember remember like commas. It depends on your teachers, you know, and how and that's why I love uh, teaching, coaching, guiding, Mm -hmm. just sharing things that I've learned, because it's definitely about how you share it and how you empower somebody versus like telling them this is the way yep. and giving them the tools to kind of like express themselves. Yeah, I was reading this book to... recently and uh, basically it was just talking about like, you know, the difference between teaching someone what you think they should know and teaching them to be able to figure out what they want to, what they're interested in and how to like learn and take that forward. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As opposed to being like, no, this is what you have to learn. How about, like, well, what are you into? And, like, how about, you know, giving them opportunities to kind of see different things that they may 
when they not be in tune, right? 100%. Yeah. And that takes connecting with them and being present with yeah. them and not trying to uh, over-project, but actually yeah. connect. For and people that's... who don't know, uh, Mike here has been a teacher, um, you know, like I said, many hats. Um, yeah. So, um, and a great teacher at that. I happen to have heard testimonials. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he ever did any kids around. with any rulers or anything. So no, no. Lots of plus. <laughs> didn't go after with rulers. Yeah. Uh, um, so you played soccer at St. Mike's as well? I did, yeah. Okay. Played soccer, some baseball. But yeah, going to St. Mike's was uh, you know, more of a looking at it as a more not relaxed environment, and it definitely wasn't um, anything in particular. But it was a vibe that I got when I went there and uh, the connections that I made when I was on, on the campus mm -hmm. with, I felt like, comfort. Um, now, yeah. were you ever doing, were you ever DJing for anything like through St. Mike's? Because I remember at one point I was like going on the radio at St. Mike's. What was, I forget, 92. I oh, gosh. Yeah, that's totally. Yeah. That we, we had some fun. Uh, my friend Topher and I, we would do, uh, we got a radio show, 88.7. 88.7, that's, that's it. it yeah, yeah, totally. And we, uh, we had a show, Positive Vibrations, and that was fun. It was, like, all over the place, like, all different reggae that we loved. And, oh, and that was when Toast was popping off, and yep. we got to go see Sizzla. I was at that show. Doing backflips with Luciano and Mikey yep. General. Sizzla and Luciano, yeah. Ah, at Toast. That was a huge inspirational moment. Um, Dude, the amount of shows we used to catch at Toast for being, like, you know, a small, for people who don't know, Club Toast was probably 80s as well, but definitely, like, 90s before there was ever higher ground. Lower Church huge, Street. Huge family. Um, yeah, I mean, it only held, like, what, maybe a couple hundred people. And uh, yeah, you would we got big shows. Yeah, big shows. I remember, like, uh, Mixmaster Mike and uh, the MLP show, where literally the floor was, like, Fire, yeah. it was like a trampoline, bro. Like, That's literally, exactly. like, we're, like, we might be going through this floor tonight. Yeah, <laughs> and you're almost touching the ceiling. Yeah. And, you know, well, yeah, that that was probably the best place to see a show, really, that yeah. I've experienced in, in Vermont. I mean, no disrespect. Well, it, well, it, well, it was very, it was very it was intimate. intimate in the intimacy and the the way that the um, the stage, the stage was, was like set very up in low. a way that worked. Yeah, the stage yeah. was like pretty low. Yeah, so you were like right up in there, yeah. and you could see really well. I've, I've you know, said you could actually see the performers in the back. Yep. when they were about to come on. I know I've said like this many their, times, their but my first team, show was, uh, was at was uh, Living Legends in Hyro. Oh Jesus! Yeah, yeah, that was that was there. Oh Buddha. Oh, Muhammad. Probably like nine, eight, if I had to guess, maybe nine, seven, but yeah. 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 No, those are, those are big shows. And all that, yeah, I feel like that was a big exposure because, you know, with the connection between playing the record, well, watching my friends play records on these, on these great turntables and being like, and then they, one night, Nikolai was like, hey, <sighs> they were done. And I was, still had lots of energy. Yeah. And like... They looked at them and they were like, you want to get on these? Yeah. And I was like, sure, sure. And I think I sat on those turntables until the sun came up that day. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, they, were, they were just, uh, you it was were one of those nights I was, I was sleeping there and we just, we had a fun night and I kind of got to play the soundtrack in the background and played with all their records. Mm -hmm. And... Um, and then they said, why don't you bring some records over? So I brought what I had, and then I started collecting more, and there was Threads of Zion that was downtown. Oh, yeah, yeah. Threads of Zion. And, uh, I built up a huge reggae collection, 45s, you know, galore, Flex records, obviously, another rat, and, oh, God, the whole yeah. crew down there, man. What a fun. Then L Burners, and... 
and just yeah. kept building the collections. We were, and we were, ble- we were blessed. Sales. We were blessed we to, were blessed. to have uh, not even just like a spot like that, but like an access to like the people who would like help put you oh. like to would help like let you know what's what's really good. Yeah, you know, because a lot of places it's like sure there might be a place to buy that stuff, but like how do you know what the fuck is up if like you just walk in and you're just a custody like you know you're just they gonna, knew you yeah, yeah they, or, or you could chop it up and they'd let you know like hey like you know this is kind of what we're you know yeah. totally yeah they knew what you liked I mean I have to say all of those guys I mean from you know like I said we, those all those record spots and then there was Vinyl Destination as well yeah. where Jeff rest in peace as well an amazing man who oh just uh he blessed me with some amazing archive records, especially in the sampling world, because I was, you know, playing around with my dad's old records where he had, like, you know, from Bill Cosby and Jose Jimenez to, like... Bill Cosby I, on record? God, yeah, you know, so I had, like, some pep talk record I remember I loved. It was like... Uh, the, some coaches like to play the records to get the team up in the no, locker room no, and like all these these vocal sounds and I was I just remember loving that. I can totally see and, that because uh, you're you're like a like a big like you're all into like adding sample like talking vocals with talking with it exactly yeah. like using it from a message. So it's like obviously music can have a message, but I feel like your style of DJing, if you will, you're not just cutting in a random sample that's like a noise. You're like really taking it to like. A narrative. Yeah, exactly. To make a point about something, yeah. For sure, for sure. And that was, you know, and being around all these guys that were really literally in the electronic music scene, and that was Sunday Night Mass and that whole crew. Chicky Um, Pat, Patty. For real, yeah. And actually, I lived, I think, after meeting and being in that little, you know, this crew, I, when I got out of college, I lived with, for that first summer with a bunch of awesome friends from St. Mike's who ended up all kind of being connected to and woven into the, the whole other downtown, like, the you know, from Rem to Aqua to, um, you know, for, oh God, the whole crew. I'm trying to think of everybody right now. I knew this was going to happen. I was going to not be able to remember names, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, tr- Tricky Pat, Patty, um, yeah, and then and then running into uh, all of the reggae DJs from JJ to to be to oh gosh niceness uh, niceness thank you Demis. I actually got to play with him uh, out of Zen Barn like a, a last year that was really that's fun that's what's up uh, yeah Demis Big Dog the whole everything and, and and that's when everything just started to weave into all these little pockets so at what point are you like considering yourself a DJ if you will or at what point are you like playing out like mm. what year do you think this is well, I would say just like anybody's an artist, you you could be one if you're being a good one or yeah. being a you know with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> doing something with what you're exploring and and kind of pushing what you're doing to try to like have it be an expression of you. I think like right off the bat, like I was having a lot of fun, and I remember a lot of the electronic DJ my my friends being like. Kind of, what are you doing over there? Yeah, that's not like they that's blend, not what we did. They would blend beats, and they were all about dropping that, like that when you're blending, make, mixing house, like dropping it right in that pocket where it just like blends perfect. You were like, well, that's one like, way. And I'm, and, I'm, <laughs> and I'm like, I have no idea what they, you know, I, I was listening to what they were doing, but I was trying to mix up things and and put you know reggae with hip hop and then into house or drum and bass and mm-hmm. come back around and drop a sample and have that be 
the segue. Have like I, that's where samples for me were like in the beginning. They totally. were a way to go from rock to you know disco to funk to hip hop to reggae back around you know and just have fun with good music that again like yeah. you're saying connected with a message because you're not you couldn't vibe. answer if someone said what like what genre do you play like there isn't really an answer god it's the you hardest know? question ever when you people know? ask me that it's like, like what music. do you want to hear but I don't want to say what you want to hear it's not about what you want to hear but the but answer about, would be music yeah good music <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Right. stuff I love yeah. and stuff I think people will relate to and maybe I can relate and connect and in a way that might put it together, you know, it'll be a weaver. A better question yeah. might be, what don't you play? Right. <laughs> what, right. Or what aren't you into? For sure. Because <laughs> that's a small... Oof, man. That's a small and I've been spot. stretching that a little yeah. as I realize that there's ways to connect with people through every... almost anything, that everything's connected. Um, it's all interconnected. It's all, it's, it's all relative, we're all relatives Just, kind of thing, you know? You, you can... You can find a way to to weave it together and take little bits and pieces and little gems and and that and that can sometimes be that attention grabber that pulls somebody into a new idea. Yeah, kind of like with teaching, like you're saying, guiding or just being able to uh, be present with the audience or the people that you're you're trying to. You're share, I mean, if you're making music, you're probably sharing it with somebody. If you're just listening in your headphones, you can play whatever you want. Yeah. But if you're playing for people around you, or if you're writing for people, or if you're, you know, what's your, yeah, what are you trying to say? And uh, what, yeah, and what's the intention behind what you're creating? For real, because I can mumble in my 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 room, or I can oh, yeah. yell and scream, or I can think, and I can say a lot of things. But what do I want to actually say? It's, yeah. it's good to so think about as an artist. After like source unknown. Um, so like second yeah, agenda, kind of source unknown, yeah. you're you're uh, you're a big part of second agenda as well. Andy Lugo, Lugo, shout out. Ah, yeah. SK, obviously Huge. Adam, all the band members over the years. Yeah, um, and we Can't were say enough of thanks to that, yeah. that journey yeah. and and Keith too in source unknown. I mean that was like for me, uh, Keith giving me a microphone. I think. Uh, I mean, you spit on, studio, you spit on stage when, like, we opened for Atmosphere, you know, yeah, like, you, like... It's crazy, you man, know, to think about. Oh, at, yeah, that was another fun, like, Cernogia connection where he, he hooked up the same, like, snowboarding club to get yeah. Atmosphere here that for the God Loves Ugly tour, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah was, I got to meet Dibs. That was 2002, dude. Like, uh, Murs, Brother Ali... Oh, us, odd jobs, the mole man. That was a loaded lineup. That was amazing. Yeah, yeah, that was top notch. So with the whole second agenda thing, but you yeah. also did like you DJ like, it, but you would also you were on tracks as uh, with vocals, right? Oh yeah, with second yeah. agenda. I, yeah. I love that. That was one of my favorite uh, amalgamations, as Josh Cleaver would call it. Of uh, non-genre, yeah, <laughs> Trevor Jewett, who's doing amazing Shout work out, out in, I think, Windsor area, um, just doing some amazing drum therapy and doing some really cool stuff, but he was one of our drummers, we had Caleb Bronze, we had, like, so many different drummers, Yeah, Simon, um, Wyatt, yeah, so it's, many different, it's, uh, it was, like, all these different churning through, musicians. Through the, through the years, the... Uh, band members if you will has kind of like been you know obviously Lugo's remained a, yeah, a constant or whatever but um so piece of time you had um Instinct was the song that yeah. was the talent section that was the second agenda track that was dope that was dope um but yeah what was the like kind of how did the whole second agenda uh journey if you will start for you oh gosh let's see Liquid oh, energy. you didn't know this is a test, bro. I like it. Like, <laughs> as long as you don't ask for dates, that's what I like. I like realized I have no idea on 
the actual dates of these things. I'm probably going to be able to tell you more I, about dates involving yourself than you. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Totally connect the dots. Did my here. research. We are making a really cool puzzle. Um, the, let's see, second agenda. I... So went from doing that stuff with Sunday Night Mass, all the little house parties, Cernogia, all the, you know, connecting with Source Unknown. And then I think it was Scotty. I can't remember how we met, but like Liquid I, Energy was, I think, how we met. Yeah. And that was so fun. I missed we, those days. That was one of the coolest spots ever because it was the place where you could drink wheatgrass shots you could have smoothies you could have juice you could it was like such a healthy place and it was a bar too but it had and then you could break battle dance. rap somebody you could you could, <laughs> you could you had drummers with turntables with guitars with break dancers and cardboard out right outside on the street literally and Skaters coming down and rocking yeah. off the benches. I remember it. it was just like definitely one like of those, com- a competitive cool cipher spot. too. Like or like like transcending like competitive. It, it was it, like it was different it, pockets of groups. It, it like, was like definitely it was like, like you could anyone was flexing. welcome. Anyone was welcome, but like you get like cut off or like someone just snatched that mic right quick if you weren't holding it down. Totally, and <laughs> like, were, for sure. And the dissy stuff was kind of funny because uh, it—I don't want to say oh, it's funny. The dissy stuff kind of dissipated over time. It felt like as yeah, because people you, showed up more often. Yeah, you had, and they realized, oh, yeah, well, they're here to stay. We're all, <laughs> like, we're, all, we're all from here, guys. It's like, like the kid you live next. Like, it's like the kid you live next to, and you're like, oh, Dan. Then you realize like you ain't moving. So like, <laughs> you call, you're, you're <laughs> like, like you, you, it's you, like you know what I mean. This kid's got chill toys. Like he'll be here anyway. So like, fuck it. Might as well just be his be his buddy. <laughs> like, oh man, so no, it's so true. That was a bummer when that place had to close just due to whatever financial baloney happened with. Somebody. How how was it as from a DJ perspective? Because uh, we've heard takes from like, um, you know, some of the like guitarists and like other people who are there playing and like drummers, and they'd be like, you know, and the DJs were like, how was it playing with uh, the live instrumentalists too? Because mind you, all, for people who don't know, none of this was scripted. You oh, show yeah, up, you have no clue, you have no clue who's gonna be there, who's gonna DJ, who's gonna be playing. Uh, live drums. Who's gonna be playing guitar? Who, what style of of music there might be? There might be like Myra singing. There might be like yeah. There could be like rap. There could be uh, you know more like thug rap. There could be more like you know hmm? backpack rap. Like you literally have no clue. It was a spot where you definitely could be introspective or completely yeah, just coming with uh, with the, with a different vibe. But yeah, I don't know that as a DJ, I I actually loved it. I because again, like I, I liked all kinds of music. I mean, maybe even was um, well, it was the precursor to Second Agenda, which was my jumping from you know playing records and music through records to bands. Yeah, and realizing you're just one instrument now. Like the thing. things I was doing that you know my. My my friends that I was you know playing in the in the house with, and they they did support it though they they definitely were like that's different and you know they never told me not to do it they would just encourage me to learn all the other pieces that they knew or that they thought were important which is you know it's amazing when you think about it like that you not know, a ton of way. DJs and bands up to that point 
No, there weren't. There you know? really was none, actually. Yeah. And I, I think, the only one yeah. that I would say that was like similar around that time that was kind of like also happening was like Andy. Play, oh, A-Dog totally. Playing, Andy Williams playing uh, with like Grip. A dog, yeah. but that didn't quite. It wasn't quite happening yet. It was like that was about. It to was happen. like yeah. It was all kind of concurrent. And I'm not. And we weren't like playing together as a band like that. Yeah, where it was yeah. like refined and all that. But that was that was like the jammy thing. Um, like you said, it was free form. It was kind of like accidental. Where, you know, the DJ was there to play for a certain part of the night, but then you overlap because the either the DJ, you know, either the drummer would be playing and the DJ would be combining or vice versa. And, it, you know, like you said, there was some clash happening, but yeah. that was where for me, I, I that's when I started to do the uh, the sampling. Uh, with the drummer, so yeah. the dr- I wasn't competing with the drummer to play beats. But think about how much that all that elevated, like even like the different styles of of rap we were doing. Like you know, I remember like Dakota and like some of those kids showing up and like they had a, such a different style than us. But think you're about how about, you're saying at Liquid Energy. Yeah, but oh, think right. about and like you know, think about how much like having um, well, then like scope and having and all that just dif- having all that like different approach, if you will. How much that just like made all of us like elevate because now you have like these new ideas and you have these other just like a whole like shapes really it was a smorgasbord buffet of uh burlington's finest you know or being becoming refinest Refinest, (laughs) we were refining our craft in a in a fun open safe and healthy environment yeah i will say yeah that, that was a good uh it was a good spark for the burlington kind of vibe and and when that kind of uh i guess you know when that closed there was it was uh it was a big hole to fill you know yeah. i feel like uh we kind of then it went kind of underground not like super underground well, but hectors, like literally hectors, hectors and then we yeah. had uh the music machine stuff at the monkey i remember that was because that was near where a lot of my friends were in winooski and you had the higher ground and you had the monkey and that was really all that was in winooski yeah. at that point with yeah, a yeah. huge parking lot and a bank and yeah no rotary you know, no rotary none of those no, buildings no buildings there. so were you the at, river. So at that point, there was second agenda wasn't technically like it was might Lugo made it. It hadn't been formed yet. No, it was right? just Lugo. Okay. And um and then Scotty was uh, was one of the MCs. I think he worked at Liquid Energy. Uh, anyways, yeah. and uh, so did he like met Lugo? Lugo invited him into uh, MC. Yeah. And so it was like singer songwriter MC. I think Munzik was on bass and. Uh, Jeremy Sicily was on Jeremy. drums. Jeremy, yeah. names are coming back. Thank yeah, look you. at you. Got this. Look at you. Happening. You've been taking your tribute. Drink up. All right, <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm drinking my water and having my seeds over here. Have you? But, uh, uh, were you, so were you? How long was it? Kind of like, because obviously, you know, when things like that form, it's not like you meet someone and now you're a group. You know what I mean? Like, kind of. What was the like? You know, what I'm saying. What was the caveat? Or what was the? Uh, what was the? Uh, the connecting what was the point where it was like connecting tissue yeah yeah uh let's see it was basically well yeah the whole thing was and this is uh andy i love you it was the idea of uh, i remember scotty being like you need to convince andy (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) so i was invited to a band practice and i think it was out at ray and joe's house my friend Jen and a bunch of other people. It was my audition. Yeah, totally. It was like, hey, you know, 
Andy's interested. Yeah. Would like to hear, like, yes, yeah, this is like your shot. Should, should you <laughs> so I brought like <laughs> four Tracer records because I had no idea what the music was going to be exactly, except for that. Uh, I think Scotty had shown me a couple verses he had written. Okay. And maybe he knew like the names of a few songs. Okay. And I, I, I don't know if I'm not mistaken, I knew, I think it was Instinct. Yeah. Where it was connect or just there was a couple there was a couple songs where I was like oh that's so easy because that's right what I'm you know because I had been doing Music Machine Mondays because Source Unknown and a bunch you know it was like an open format where like you know question and uh, and humble was coming through I think at that point they were super young uh, not young but like they were you know new right. on the scene too and. I'm, I'm, I might be mixing all that up in timing, but yeah. basically, I, it was definitely a place where we were. So you passed the building. audition. So I passed the audition, <laughs> got in there. Well, yeah, you know, brought. I remember bringing like the Star Wars samples, okay. you know, and and Andy being like, "Ooh, what the? Frick? Yeah, he liked it. And, he, and everybody else in the group was like, "Yeah, he liked and it." Just, we're waiting the for the smile, you yeah, know, yeah, and yeah, be yeah. like, "He's, uh, you know," so I could relax mm -hmm. um, and then let go into it, and that and that was like a good process where. I felt like we recorded everything, you know, whether it was on a tape or a CD recorder. Speaking of which, I'm still sitting on a bunch of footage of Second Agenda performances and, like, stuff that I had filmed that will... Andy, don't worry. That stuff's going to find its way out. out all in good time. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, the amount of mini-discs, I think, when those came out, and you could yeah. record, like, you could hit record and leave it, and it would record the entire Session, night on yeah. this little thing that you just you forgot about it. Yeah, I wonder why mini-discs like, kind of, like, fell off, because it's like, that was a pretty short-lived thing, but they are convenient as hell. Convenient. They never got scratched, and they, yeah. and they literally could record high quality for... I mean, I think there was a, a button you could flip where it would record... Front and then back. Well, it would record either two hours, like, long play, or I oh, can't remember how it worked, but yeah. you could flip it, and it would actually, if you were like, all right, I'm just going to hit this and leave it, and then you could go back in and track it. Okay. So you could pick your sections out. But so anyway. for me, mini-disc was the shit, because prior to that, obviously Walkman's and then Discman, but, like, Discman skipped, so like, skating or whatever, oh, yeah. so, like, mini-disc no, was the first... Skip. Mini disc is before iPods or iPhones or any of that shit. Mini disc, you could just have the little player in your pocket and skate, and it wouldn't skip. Yeah, and the CD yeah. was protected by an actual hard outer cover all yeah. the time and never scratched, so you, yeah. you didn't have to worry For about it. For kids who don't know, a mini disc was about this big. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah this is. Uh, this is in between Discman and um, audio I, cassettes, yeah, yeah. which were a little bigger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had to make sure that you didn't break the tape. Yeah. Don't break the tape. Otherwise, you got to get the scotch tape out and fix it. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh! But yeah, the second agenda, super amazing journey. And you did how many albums with them? Oh gosh! I mean, the funny thing is, I feel like we had so many more albums than we ever actually came out with. Uh, our live albums were. Not that our audio recordings in the studio weren't amazing and cool and super fun process. Actually, it was just with Kyle tonight, Kyle T. Rose, KTR Studio, oh, yeah. KTR Lighting, amazing man. I um, saw him. Crushing uh, it with the lights Wednesday, recently. Right. Oh, oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. I just Shout did out. like a rock and roll playhouse just to support the kids and the families, and I'd, I'd support that and did the emceeing for it. But anyway, KTR... Um, and the recordings with those guys. I think we did a bunch of different recordings. Now, this is all right on Pine places. Street. It's all in Pine Street, yeah. Okay. A9 Studio, I think, yep. or it was 
behind KTR, that, behind yeah, the yeah. Uh, uh, light place next. Basically next door now, Green Door is. Oh yeah, around the corner from that. Dealer.com. Yep. You know, we're just just cluing some of y'all in. So you're like, where the hell are they? Yeah, you know, some good spots yep. all over there. A nine. Um, I uh, remember. Is it a big heavy world in there or no? I think it's in the same building. Yeah. Now it yeah, is. Yeah. 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 But yeah, a lot of great recordings. I don't know how many albums, probably four or five. I, I don't. But our live recordings were my favorite because they were kind of what we were. Yeah. You know, it's that. I yeah. feel like that a lot with uh, studio recordings versus the energy and the dynamic kind of interaction of a band when you're you have an event or you know when it's themed or when it's 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 like your your interaction is. Uh, like if you were to hear a live jazz band when they are just crushing it and they're in the pocket together and they're connected, that's something that I really, again, like that that spark from... Feeding off. Yes, the yeah. spark from Liquid Energy's idea to like then move it into a band that like we were like, yes. Yeah, and naturally when, you're and not going to we sing like, as well in the shower as you are, you know, or, you know, you're not going to have the same... The same oomph as you are if you're out performing and like. Well, yeah, I mean, the studio thing is just uh, it, it. You can make it as energetic and like you're performing in front of people, but like you're not, and so like that interactive dynamic of instruments and you know if you were in the studio and the beats are being made and you're rocking the mic and the DJ's right there, not like. I'm rocking my verse in a closed room with the pads and the thing. And, and you know, it, it's not that that's bad. That's an art of its own, you know, to try to be able to bring that energy. Create, yeah. And then, and then you know, these recording artists like Zach Crawford and, you know, there's so many more. I'm, I don't mean to just like, yeah, say one. No, no, but shout out to Sky Splitter. You know, Keith, Keith back in the day, you know, just us, you know, really putting things together and trying to create an organic environment. I mean, um, that, I mean, going to the lab, replicate. going to the barn, which is a lab source of known. Yeah, barn, the barn. That was back. like nothing else because Lewiston. because you might go in there on a Wednesday and it was dark. You had no clue what time it was. Yeah, and the like, light was not and then like, you know, it's like Friday and you've been in there and you probably haven't eaten anything. And like, yeah, it was like a <laughs> And Shape would be like, yeah, we go get something to drink in like a little bit. And then it's like literally like the next day, you're like, dude, please, can we go to the store? <laughs> yeah. That's so true. You, you had to you go want, in ready. Yeah, like, yeah, but he wa- yeah, 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 you learned I that. I started you bringing like that. the snacks and the drinks. Yeah, and because the, what he wanted is when you left, pad. when you left, he wanted to have it on cassette so we could go bump it and do the car test in his, uh, in his whip. Right? 100%. He wasn't it was almost to, like don't stop till it's done. He wasn't trying which to. Which is a it was a huge thing actually. I realized. Yeah, with, you weren't going to the store unless he process. had what we had been creating ready to rock. It, you know, up in there. Totally, every yeah. sample's loaded. You actually, that was something I really appreciated about that process was not only being like you know first asked to like kick things coming out of my head onto a, into a microphone, onto a uh, recording, but the idea of um, listening to the samples and being a part of bringing, you know, just like seeing all the bits and pieces. This is how the beat builds. Oh, and, and then like, especially with what, you know, Keith was doing at that point, it was very dynamic and there was so many changes and so many sounds that were placed in so many different places and ways that it was like this, ever-evolving cornucopia of like just sound and ideas that were developing that you then if you listen to that whole process you're like you could just start writing midway and all of a sudden like the whole thing's developing with the beat and Mm -hmm. then oh here's the beat and then you're able to rock and it was kind of a fun 
that was a, that was a fun yeah the key, you lock yourself in the cave process yeah yeah the, but, yeah. the etymology of a session at shapes bring a pillow bring yeah. a pillow yeah. bring a blanket oh, I mean I'd be you know. I'd be lying if I didn't say that you were sleeping next to me yeah literally sleeping next to me on more than <laughs> twenty occasions something there because sometimes you chill up sometimes you chill up and other people had been in the lab already for like a day plus totally and are like, totally you know what I mean? come from teaching come yeah. from yeah. Coaching soccer, all that good stuff. Uh, let me refill right quick. Sorry. You got it. Uh, Pause. What are we doing with this paper here? I didn't. I didn't know if um you were gonna write like don't go there. Like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> Stop. <laughs> you need to talk it in. I'm just gonna go like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's actually no. So that's what we. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sensitive material. Uh, that's actually what we do at. Do tri- not go there. We do that at trivia. Um, we've been <laughs> doing. We've been going to Craig Mitchell's trivia. Oh yeah, uh, I've gone to that a bunch. So my uh, my dad, my sister. Um, that's Mondays. Yeah my, yeah, yeah, my my girlfriend. We're like kind of the core team, and then we've had like a my nieces come on a couple of times. But we actually won on my birthday, and then we won the next time. Um, but yeah, anyway, because everyone's sitting so close or whatever, we'll like, and it's all uh, multiple choice, so we'll just have like a paper that says like A, B, C, D, yeah. and then everyone can kind of like point to the one that they think it most likely is, you know? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we came up with a rule that um, if you say you're 100% sure and you're wrong, you have to buy everyone drinks, so now Ooh. when I'm like, I'm like, I'm 99% sure. <laughs> oh, I like it, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Not like, that I wouldn't buy my family drinks anyway. True, it's you know. fun. Yeah. It's, it, anything that gets people out and back connecting. It, it's seemingly say. pretty arbitrary, though, there. It's like... It's some, background. Some of the stuff... And no, it rolls through. No, but some of the stuff, like the questions, it's like, you know, you see like, you see like this group of, I don't know, four, like, kids in their young 20s, and they get, like, 39 out of 40 questions right, but they're, like, about things from, like, the 20s to the 30s, through jazz music, through food, through brain science, and it's like, okay, you're just, you're using Google. Like, you know what uh, I mean? Like, 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 you're going <laughs> to the bathroom, and like, you're looking up like, the Like, you answers. just don't know. And, um, you just want to win. But it was... It's not about winning. Con- congratulations. How you play Congratulations. You got some swag from some liquor company and, like, whatever. But uh, the cool thing, right quick... Who profits, be, right? Uh, pupils, pupils I mean, probably, like, Craig, profits. I'd imagine. He probably, like, makes a little no, fun. No, no. I mean, <laughs> in general, from cheating or from, yeah. you know, from just cutting corners to yeah. get above, right? Yeah. The, like the, the best trivia teams are uh, world multi-generational, right I feel yeah. like. You know, so, like, the times we've done really well, we had, like, my nieces, like, my sister and I, and, like, my dad, or, like, what, you know, like, multi-generational. Yeah. Because, like, my dad doesn't know shit about, like, current... Well, the big teams are the best. Yeah. Because well, but you, even if it's not know, big, even if you had, like, let's dynamic. say, three people exactly to have the dynamics. You yep. need, like, a... Like a band. You need a... Exactly. You, you know, need a, a wide... You can't all play drums. Well, you could, but, you know. You, you could, but then you're not really a band. You're just, like... Three, two people always waiting to get on the kit. <laughs> you know, you, we have to learn how to play off each other and yeah. take turns. But yeah, you wouldn't cover as much ground, I guess, uh, uh, sonically. Yeah. But yeah, no, that actually, you, you just made a cool pop in my brain, and I'm all about the uh, the, the random awesome vortex of connectivity. But uh, Mike Morelli, another amazing man, artist. I uh, ran into Mike on that Friday human. that we were talking about. Mike yeah, and, uh, we, we've gone to trivia just by accident a few okay. times there. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it manifests next manifest to me and going back to like another band during Second Agenda's time 
and kind of just as source unknown. That's I like. That's what I met Mike and because yeah, we did we did uh, and that show. manifest and second agenda. And Remember then, that show at uh, we did at uh, Battery Park and uh, Full Circle. It was source unknown. What was it called? That was... It was called presenting. Oh yeah, and presenting. Scotty put yes, it on. Yes, yes, And it was. Well, it and there's was, also the other it, one it was, too. It was second agenda, or no, sorry, not second agenda. It was source unknown. Manifest next, next to me, Mr. Mr. Sender. Shout out to Sean Mesha right there. Oh my gosh. Fucking MC Sender. Yep, yep. I was thinking of those. Um, yeah. And uh, and uh, maybe like a drift or. Uh, yeah, it could have been a drift. Yeah, I feel like, but uh, yeah. So manifest next to me. Yeah, was dope. Thought they were amazing. Yeah, they were dope. They were Kuipers, one. Of, they were one Will of the Shabam, like, especially around DJ. here. Will, oh, homie Will, Chris. Homie, uh, yeah, Chris Kuipers, yep. uh, Will Shabon. They were, and, uh, um, they were and, like uh, kind of the first around DJ, yeah. here that I knew of to really blend, um, you know, kind of like the jammy type band with like having like MCs and like. Epic soundscapes, yeah, yeah they were dope. Uh, synths and and transitions and got yeah. I mean, I was, I was blessed to play with I, them a I few was times. Little, I was like, shook when I first is... when I I was pretty shook like when they when they came around because like I'm not gonna say I was like before them, but like I had been doing shit before I knew of them, and then they came around and I was like, well, kind of like opened my. Old, I was like, oh, all right, I don't really. This is dope. Yeah, like yeah. I hadn't really seen much like live bands that had like MCs that were dope. You know, yeah. Like, like you would see and stuff dynamic. Where, it wasn't you would see just stuff where people rhyming. dabbled in that type of stuff, but it wasn't. Yeah, exactly. And the content was right. Good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it was conscious. It yeah. was uplifting, thoughtful storytelling. Uh, yeah, I really. Yeah, the manifest was a seen huge Mike influence. the other night at uh, the Junk Teaks and stuff. And um, oh, he was there. Yeah, awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. Him. yeah, yeah he and Beth were there, and um, yeah, he just thought, he said he hasn't been right much, but like that's someone else who slept on. Like you know what I mean? Like that's. That's one of the Delta Sensees out here. Don't get it twisted. For real. Yeah, he's Asylum. actually someone who needs to come on the show, for sure. He really is. Yeah. Actually, we've been... He, he's, yeah, he hasn't been writing as much, but yeah. we, we've been doing uh, stuff with our my friend Kevin Malapores and Mike rocking uh, kind of like basement creations where nice. you know we'll see where they go but it's been a lot of he's fun a, he's to a guitar dad. and keys and then you know playing with the turntables that's kind of like the vocals cool uh, speaking yeah. of i just said rad dad speaking of rad dads that reminded me i don't think i've thought about this in 10 years rad what was that track you had like a track with um what scotty oh gosh and yeah. humble was it just first three? breath First breath. That's one of the best songs ever. Is Lugo on that too? Oh, yeah. So you, Lugo, Humble, and Scotty? Yeah. And it was all about like being dads. Being dads. And I had samples of Koa singing Twinkle, Twinkle. Dude, if we can find that link, let's put that in the description because that track was dope. That was a dope track. Actually, every time I hear that, it's, uh, yeah, it's. it's I remember I wasn't quite a dad yet. So I was like, but then like I was a dad like right after and I was like, maybe we got to do a remix, guys. Yeah, for real. (laughs) It's a never, yeah, if we could do part, uh, do the sequel because second breath. Our kids are very big. Second breath, we could call it. 15. (laughs) <laughs> but, um, yeah, so let's... Uh, yeah. The exhale. Yeah. 
you know. Um, so, so yeah, I like man. how I like how we have stop no and yes on here. It's yes. kind of like reminds not go there. You know, kind of um, reminds me of like uh, elementary school. You're like, do you want to be my girlfriend? Like circle one. S T F U. Yeah. So you. Trav. Yeah. Well, you know, it's know. it's unlikely. Sorry, just... I mean, they've been telling me that for like 40 years, but it hasn't really worked. It. <laughs> like, no, that doesn't work. Mute. Wait, we need no a mute. Mute. we need There's a maybe the on there. Run. We need a maybe on there yeah, so right. I can point to that we one. We gotta work on that. Or probably not. But it reminds me of how like remember elementary school. You know, they'd be like, would you like to be my girlfriend? Yes, no, or maybe? Like, I was the first one that, I swear, I came up with this. You Never only only that. put yes. Only allow right, the option of options. yes. Yeah, why are you putting no? Like, what? Subconfident. <laughs> it's like, please check one. There's only one to check. It's like, why do you think I got so many girlfriends? <laughs> or they rip it up, yeah. Cool. Yeah, well, if they were also uh, innovative in the way that I was, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Creative. Got to be creative. They would, they would make yes say yes. Don't talk to me right no. Anyway, so uh, no, yeah. The, how many freaking uh, bands, groups, if you will, have you been a part of? And and that's a loaded question, but mm-hmm. I, I want to lead it into uh, "Bless the Child," hmm. which you know we're we're sort of on a timeline here, right? I mean, was there any other like major band projects between Second Agenda and Bless? Between Second Agenda and Bless, I just did a lot of recordings and a lot of playing with a lot of different people, and I would say yeah, because you were kind of like where Kanga, you're kind of like where what, a lot of what Kanga was doing, doing now, now. like yeah, you know, yeah. like yo, know, you need a DJ, like you know, holler at yep. plant type thing, totally, yeah. right, and come up with samples for them, try to accent their their you know their choruses. And, well, I mean, I know more than once. I know more than once I hit you up on some like, can you gosh, come yeah, DJ you, this? yeah, oh god, from a drift to you to. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's the list is it's fun, like even yeah. you know, humble in the beginning, um, before before Bless the Child. Um, let's see, jeez, man, yeah, there's just, just a lot of a lot of different bands and a lot of different cool collections that maybe didn't you know go too far, but they were they were fun projects all along the way. Well, oh, Nessum Dorma was a fun one that okay. was like, uh, it was a, a collection of. Of folks that I I taught at this really beautiful therapeutic education uh, school, a very yeah. avant-garde school, um, built off of relationships with the kids and all off their interests. I got to teach turntablism and poetry and chanting and you know just yeah you were writing a curriculum yeah all you know self-created curriculums mostly with the kids and then through that you know really just getting inspired to kind of find new creative ways to yeah that's to just give kids that has to be a super rewarding and also very like um all-encompassing um training job quote-unquote a little Whatever. bit of everything. It's not one that you get a lot of pats on the back for, but you have to know what you're doing. Come here, buddy. Come here. Oh, thank you so much. I got, I got you. Pat yourself. I got you know, you get yourself a massage. You get yourself a massage chair. But no, you. Uh, I have to say, you know, even just recently, or just throughout it, but in uh, in any form of human service. Um, trying to share that with people that I work with after doing it for so long, the idea that you don't always see your impact when you're with, mm. when you're in those moments with those kids, uh, with the adults you're working with, um, and any, any of those environments, cause you're so in the moment, you're, you're kind of like working with what's happening and trying to help, you know, guide, navigate, lay out choices. Try as well to, as your inner impact, right? Yes. Cause like some, there's a lot of like, you know, as a teacher, like you become a student. Yep. 
Totally. You know? Oh, 100%. That's a full circle. And I think that's one of the best things to enter into that relationship as a, you know, um, a guide or a teacher is to be the student with them. Monetarily and not super lucrative. Not super lucrative. <laughs> not always going to get, you know, you can't always post about it or you yeah. know, back then even write about it or talk about it. There's a lot of confidentiality things when you're working in a lot of those fields. So yeah. you, you do it for that like inherent relationship that you just believe in what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And, and sometimes it's hard to know if you're doing anything that like is, uh, has a, has an effect that's like helpful. Um, but you, you, you feel like it is. And then, you know, I will say, I say this because, you know, the amount of, um, students, players, uh, players. Yeah. So from, you know, soccer or whatever, um, People, just people that you worked with uh, to run into them later in their life. Yep. You know, those ones that, you know, made it, didn't have some tragic things happen or, or go in a different direction, but the ones that um, make it to a place where you run into them again later and they, they're married, they have kids, or they're they're just so excited about what they're doing or, you know, they're they're artists. There's a lot of them around. So that's, I don't the, need per- to go that's into the proverbial pat on the back, though, right there, right? Is like you know to to they see, give it back to you when they me? see you, yeah. and and you're like they're like you. They remember, uh, and I do too. When because it's a lot of a lot of kids that you've worked yeah. with over that. But that's time. when you get them warm and fuzzies. You're like oh, you're, you're like look at this person who's shining. Well, and they and come you know, up and say thank you, yeah. like, and and they maybe were saying fuck you, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or or just not really. But you, know, I mean, you didn't are, know how engaged they were, where it was going, and neither did they. But later yeah. in life, they could they could put it all together and be like, whoa. I mean, that's called that being a youth, a though, huge, right? Because like, think about all the like things that we well, so, perspective. For, like, for, yeah, it's about exactly. Perspective. When you're younger and you're kind of like, and to be a part of that later. Yeah, and later on, you're like, you come to realize, you're like, oh wait. Actually, dude, I should next time I see this person, I should make sure they know I appreciate them because I was kind of a dick like back then or whatever. Yeah, or, or, or I they didn't might even realize. remember being a dick. Yeah. They, they yeah. remember the good parts because they they took the good part with yeah. them and then they used it and then they come back around and when they run into you yeah. for them to for any little notion uh, and that's why it's good to tell anyone in your life that you've ever that you have the opportunity while you have the opportunity and that's what this show op- offers a lot. So I thank think. you, thank you, Golden so Hour. Th- no, but thank. Thank the you. golden nugget of like the thing, golden rule. You know what I mean? Who am I thanking? Probably you. All of you guys out probably there. probably you. You're probably the one. <laughs> the guy behind the camera and the guy across from me. Well, you too. And, uh, yeah. Basically, all of our ancestors, thank, all of our thank relations you, Sean that got us to this moment right here. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for because inventing the wheel, fire. You know man. what I mean? Like light. Sand, all that, all that sound, you know, all of it. It's uh, yeah, reverberates throughout time, and uh, it definitely is. We we do we are rippling, and making an impact, and that's the biggest message Dude, I could you I could share. Turntablism to your students, like you know, like among many many other things, but it's like you're a dope teacher, like. I wish I had you as a teacher. Okay. I mean, I did, but I mean, I wish I had you as a, <laughs> as a teacher in, you yeah, know, in no, uh, traditional schooling, so to speak. Well, I think that that's another good thing to remember as I think about the things that uh, the people that were the best influences from all of my life and honoring that, but also remembering that those that taught me, they misguided me, they mistold me, they misinformed me, they, they you know, and even my own mistakes and things that I've done wrong or I've misled myself or whatever but the idea that you know you can that to learn from those also well then there were mistakes there were lessons fucking totally man yeah cheers to the lessons you know what I mean that's what we're talking about I mean I made some mistakes but I've learned far more lessons 
Yeah, just because he's drinking water and this appears to be something that... Uh, questionable. I've never had an ear infection. That. <laughs> That's water in 20 years, or maybe five years. If That's like that. What's that movie? Let's uh, protect the water. That, That's like that water movie where, they, where Gatorade is, is water. No, what is that? That movie where like Gatorade's oh, water. Oh God, man! You know? Idiocracy. Idiocracy. <laughs> so ridiculous. Honestly, I've that's come up many is that times. Even a I movie? watched that right before Koa was born. Is that still a movie or is that just reality? <laughs> you know what I'm it's always been reality. Yeah. yeah. You know, definitely, uh, we have to create a culture that's a lot more informed and intelligent, and uh, yeah. you know, that comes from really caring about where we're getting our information from, you know? Yeah, and some... And accountable sources. And, and it's like and some things you have to, like you have to learn for yourself. shit on the table. You know? Do you agree? Some things you have to learn for yourself. Like, there's some stuff, sure, you can learn because others told you their path, but, like, some stuff you just have to learn for yourself. That's the only way you're going to be authentic, and I think that's the missing piece. Well, like, piece. you know, I... like Shaw I don't, Silverstein. I don't have, to, I don't have to do... I don't book. have to do heroin to know, like, that I don't need... To, you feel me? Like, some <laughs> stuff you don't have to it's learn true. by your, through yourself, but, like... I don't have to walk off a cliff with no parachute to correct, know that correct. might actually come in. Correct. But other things, it's like, you know, um, the way that you're going to learn it or what the value of the lesson is is something you have to go through. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. But with that being said, real quick, because uh, I'm a space case, um, I want to lead this back to uh, just the whole bless, bless the child, oh, the 100% album. I'm just kind of like, because you've been a part of all these different projects, right? Yeah. And that one, I'm not going to say that you weren't always equal in every project or whatever, whatever, but like, what I want to say is just your relationship with like Jeff and just kind of like what, like what you really appreciated about that um you know, collaboration, oh, if you will, gosh. that was like, you know. I'd always wanted to do uh, a project with Jeff, 100 million percent. 100 percent. 100 percent. Oh, and I got to add that into that. That was like a magical moment for me, I think, when we were all writing that song. One of my favorite albums. I got to like throw in. Period, one of my favorite albums. So like, if you haven't checked it, it's probably got to be out there somewhere. Bless the Child, 100 percent. It's dope. It is dope. It's super dope. It was a lot of fun to make it. And uh, quite the journey, I will say, definitely. Yeah, and the song, 100% for me, it was like... Uh, 100% human. Yeah, <laughs> it was like everything. I always, like, just to put everything into that, um, samples and everything, yeah. It was, that was a, it was a fun project, I really... That was the only album from... I loved that. full-length that album yeah. from Bless? What's that? Was that the only full-length album? Yeah, a ton of live performances. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we packed performance after performance. I mean, I feel like... That was when I first met Lupo, too. Okay. Uh, out one of our Shout ones out, out at uh, Reggie Watts, where we opened, or we did we close tonight for Reggie Watts? I can't remember. But okay. where was that? HD? That was in Dartmouth College. Okay. And Reggie killed it. And then Fucking Lupo animal. forgot like a chord. And then me and him ended up doing something together because he didn't quite have everything he needed to make his set work. Yeah, you're like, come, here, anyway. come here, young buck. Let me show you a couple things. Oh, it was not. Because Plants never forgot a chord. Never forgot yeah, a chord right. ever. <laughs> Definitely very important. <laughs> Make a check. Yeah. The chords are very important. Power yeah. chords for electronic equipment yeah. will, will help you perform a show. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Note to self. Yes. But yeah, no, the amount of really fun shows that we got to pack in and play all over the place was a lot of fun. Same with Second Agenda. I mean, we, we really went serious on... Uh, trying to t do like whatever kind of touring we could and weave it all together and, and 
create, you know, press kits and packages and and albums and T-shirts and stickers and jo- I mean Josh and Trevor and Aunt, we just you know that was a that was a pretty intense excuse me um, bubbling up yeah you guys were just awesome, like you guys were you bubbling know, yeah we were bubbling yeah. and uh, and that's you know I feel like with Bless too we really were on a nice crescendo there, and, you guys uh, were performing a lot at that time and doing a and, lot of the uh, kind of like with the um, third there's like sparking over there mm-hmm. and like how all that got going totally well that i mean originally what we were doing it wasn't even third there was no third thursdays it was it was just uh it was i can't remember what we were doing we just had so many it, different it nights had, it had a name I we uh i mean music machine was rocking oh, for yeah, so long over right. there and we did Fridays, we did Mondays, we did different Wednesdays. Speaking oh, of which, gosh. I'll be playing at Third and Thursday. All open mics. Shameless plug, Third Thursday in January. You can catch me at the Green Door. Nice one. Be doing a full set. Get there early, because you never know. What's going to happen? Yeah, like, period. You never know what's going to happen, but it's likely I'll be doing rapping. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Bless was a dope project, man. No, dope. it was. It was a dope project. Now, as a, lot, like a, a DJ, lot of good stuff as like a DJ... And it's like, I hate putting anybody in the box, but, like, you're a DJ, but also, like, you're a lyricist. You might think, so, like, are you ever a DJ? And you're like, damn, I just kind of wish, like, someone else was DJing so I can just go grab it up, like, you know? I actually, you know, I think it was in Second Agenda that I realized the, um, because I was always trying to figure out how to do it. Oh, and I was just thinking about it with the open mics that were happening at the same time as all, you know, with Second Agenda and Andy running open mics and playing with banjos and playing with singers, just, you know, vocalists and Mm -hmm. playing with a comedian who wanted background noises and just really flexing and stretching and being in the moment with all these different artists and being open to that journey with Andy when we would run all these different open mics. We did them, you know, underneath borders. We did them for Champlain College. We did... Hence Transplant. Yes, for sure. All over the place. Yeah, no one went to get a different pot. Oh, my gosh. And keep growing, you know. That's the mantra. But the... uh, But, yeah, just being able to do all that, I feel like it really made the segue to keep opening up the doors to continue you know even when we decided we wanted to segue you know away from bless or even you know with with second agenda like it became amorphic and we all had kids and got stretched it became and a third became agenda really hard yeah right <laughs> second agenda was to connect you know yeah. we were really doing that and building and uh and then we just needed we, we it was harder for us to always get together so then it you know people moved away josh moved down to connecticut trevor moved out and to the northeast well yeah into central vermont i think yeah. um anyway and then me and lugo kind of like found a way to keep doing things where whether it was the open mics or you had um, to pivot yeah for sure and then come up with the looper and the beat machine i met mm-hmm. joe driscoll Got to rock with Joe, got to rock with Mike Morelli and do an asylum. And we, we, you know, it was asylum and transplant. And he had a couple other projects that we had some fun with. Um, anyway, uh, the idea of continuing to just realize that there's no matter what relationships shift and, you know, um, just being able to n- not forget, like, that there's so much to just keep, keep creating, to mm-hmm. keep creating, keep expressing and 
and keep um, the reasons why like real, you know, fresh, yeah, for real, and, definitely. And, and so full circle, um, when you were living with Mesha a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. or you guys were living together, and uh, you know we were making eye homie, and we're like, well, we obviously want like plot to make some something. So the uh, those of you don't know if you've seen eye homie, if not, go check it out. It's dope. Super um, dope. Super and then dope. you produced a song for us for the uh, friends section. I love that. Yep. That was a lot of fun. Which is dope. Um, Super fun. So I feel like, I don't know, you're just like that dude. And it's like, when it's like, hey, uh, someone to call on who, like, you know, you're going to, like, do something fresh. That, like, whether it be, like, drawing something awesome or, like, so with that being said, like, thank you for always uh, being down to connect. You know yeah, I mean? man. Definitely. And, I, you know, I feel like I, I appreciate all the opportunities to work with all these, all, every artist that I've got to work with. And it's really like... Have you ever said no to anyone? <laughs> I feel like you have to... I feel like I've said yes to so many people that, like, sometimes I maybe should be more... Uh, well, it's not about being more realistic, but the idea that... Um, you just want to... You, you, like, want to. When you're very busy, that it's hard sometimes to... Uh, especially when other things pop up, like you know, yeah, it, yeah, it's 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 hard to make everything happen. So I, I hope everyone life. understands if I didn't get to get on that uh, project, or you meant to. I might have needed a couple extra follow-ups, where you know, yeah. whether whether it's uh, the extra texture call or the the, the roll through, but um, I definitely. 100% love the connection and when people ask me to like really uh, combine on things and get into meat on the idea I, I really appreciate the open invitation to really think about and put some thought and ideas yeah. behind like the connectivity of what I'm going to do with what they're doing as opposed to just kind of like do the same thing over yeah because you, know, yeah, you, f- you want it to feel you want it to be inspiring like it's like you know, in like martial arts, authentic fighting. too. Yeah, like exactly. To, like and there's that whole unique thing. Unique as well. Yeah. It's something to inspire you to like want it to bring out the best, or you know, within you. Yeah. It's like you know, the whole like get me off the couch thing. You yep. know, like if uh, it's like Trav, wake up. We're gonna go. We're gonna watch the same movie you don't really like for the fortieth time, or like you know, you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. you know, it's a no, for real. So uh, that was dope that you were able to get on that. And now I'd be remiss if I didn't mention uh, congratulations on state championship, right? <laughs> Soccer coach Mike. I don't know. Soccer uh, coach Mike. So, yeah. you know, we can... Uh, Fun season. Yeah. yeah. It, was, so, it was an epic... Uh, I, I feel like just uh, seeing my daughter rock an amazing season herself with her team and uh, having the opportunity, you know, winning a state championship, we've always kind of, like, worked to the first one. understand that, uh, like, the best teams don't always win any game. Unless you always, pay the rest. You know, yeah. uh, <laughs> Wait, was well, this and the then first? you don't really win, and I guess that's the yeah. whole point about, like, our focus in this world on championships, on, you know, uh, platinum records, on likes or whatever. You got your thing going that you're you're looking for external. Um, you're, you're, you're fighting. What you're is working winning? for the external What prize, is winning to prize. you? And the, yeah. yeah, and the idea of it being, like, doing something together with other people, especially if you have a team that you're doing it with, that means more than when you're just doing it on your own. It doesn't mean that you can't set your own goals and have your own. You, but that's your own championship. Yeah. You could set your own goals, and that's that's your trophy every time you, you hit your goal. But the traditional but goal in, like, together, an organized sport, right, is to, like, at the win end, this thing. win the thing, and, right? And, and, but the thing is, a lot of times when you win it, it's, it's never enough. 
you know, and then you always need to win it again or, or do something else. Well, you and find so out it's, that it's the how actual... you, if you if you happen to win it and you have yeah. that gel, that meaning, that family, or that that like unit that connection it means so much more because the journey was something that was like filled with adventures that you kind of um are constantly navigating like life re- the the world around you you're stepping onto a, a you know into a, onto a stage or into a studio room or onto a field where you can let all that stuff go and and create your own kind of like interactive uh Experience yeah. that, and and creating an experience is something that I think you know, especially when it's humans. And I look at soccer, and I do love the game of soccer as a universal language, and this idea that you could you could just play it all around the world. Well, if it was a universal there, language, it would be football, right? Ah, <laughs> football. Football. It would actually it would just be like <laughs> drop the ball on the ground yeah, and, yeah, and, and pass yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have it to be say a anything. word. Yeah. Nobody, everybody calls it a million different so, things. So I don't know if we made this clear, but, but you're a soccer idea. coach. Yeah, you, I, you I have I, been for I don't know how long. Long time. Long time, okay. Yeah, probably most of my life. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, you know, because I was, when I was younger, I'd coach when I, little kids okay. when I was probably so, 16. But, so if you. You know, I've been coaching uh, high school soccer for probably 20, I don't know, something years, 20 something years. He doesn't look old years. enough to have been coaching high school long, does he? I'm going to just stop. Well, guess there what? He started coaching high school and middle school, <laughs> that's why. He started coaching high school when he was in elementary school. Uh, but but yeah. anyway, so you anyway, you coached against your daughter's team though in the state the, championship. Yes, that was the that was the most recent adventure in soccer coaching for sure. And she uh, talked. Did she like, talk to you since? she talked to you since? Of course, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, she's uh, she's been with uh, she's been with me. You know, grown up right there with me coaching my whole life, and has seen like how many times. We've lost in the finals on a penalty kick, on a foul, on yeah. a horrible call, on an injury in the last seconds of a game, on a, you know, just a million things can happen. Or and it, and it doesn't that it really isn't about, you know, it's fun to win it. Yeah, it's fun to win a game. You know, it's just like board games too. I think it's it's relative to how you play a board game. You know, if you're like cutthroat, you cut all the corners, or you're just all about just winning instead of I've experienced a couple board games. It's good to be competitive. I've I've experienced two losses in games recently. Uh, One was in Clue against Ah. my girl and her parents. I uh, was pretty certain. Sneaker card. No, no, I was certain that I I had it and then I accused with only two of the three propers and then last night went to an escape room in uh, Colchester and uh, we didn't quote-unquote escape. Clearly I'm here but like not in the allotted (laughs) amount of time. Totally. those are fun. Yeah, we, did, they, we did that with our team, actually. Yeah, because it is. It's they're, they're fun, they're but also I'm kind of like, am I really trying to drop another two hundo to get out that room? Like, I don't know. I am kind of curious how the rest of it went, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Teamwork. Yeah. Puzzles. <laughs> yeah. Puzzles. Yeah. We, we we make the bridge. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, what? Uh, I know this is another loaded question, but like, what's new in the world of plant? What do you got going on these days? What? How can? Uh, what should the people look out for? Anything, like, specific? Well, I am loving teaching for inclusive arts and uh, teaching music classes, uh, ones like Finding finding Our Voices and uh, one called The Human Instrument and Drumming. And Can uh, anyone take it, or do you have to go to that place? These ones are for adults. Uh, adults... 
um, in different human service organizations, okay. and basically, uh, they're not open to the public, but I will say that um, they might be soon, and uh, we're looking to, you know, kind of find ways to not just offer them in a uh, limited capacity, um, because uh, the amount of communication that's occurring between all the different folks and all the different ways that they communicate in the classes that I'm able to literally just facilitate and uh and interact and develop a one-on-one kind of um modeling of different instruments similar to what you're doing with kids ish but like now with adults now with adults and with kids too but um i and i also do work with inclusive through um a lot of the schools and uh bring art you know trying to do art and music in different ways that are you know empowering uh that human need to express we need more of that dude that's so feel cool safe yeah and, you know thank you really, once again that's that's it's been i i, cause I know you do it, it for the right, right here so it's yeah. like i know you do it for the right reasons though you know so it's like uh it's fun to share we need more people like you in the world oh bless man yeah. for real and, i mean i know uh, there's no one like you but you feel me more people that are doing right to shit yeah, connect. Just connect with each other, you know. It's a, we could rehumanize the planet one uh, one moment at a time. Yeah. I definitely will say. For nine ninety nine, you send it to Golden Hour, and we will literally just, you know, we'll all your you. troubles. <laughs> Alleviate. Uh, I will hook you up. You don't need Tinder. You don't need none of that. Just send your money via Trav at GFAM100. Elevated. It's not a real place, so just give the money directly to me. Um, for real no there's some stuff coming up I feel like we're doing you know I'm doing some work stuff with Working Man's Army every first Wednesday where it's an amalgamation of uh, different bands Uh, that's at Nectar's that's a throwback um, Uh, Ian oh yeah another second agenda days too you know jamming out and those guys are great they've been Um, around for a minute god I'm trying to think yeah a whole bunch of doing some some stuff over at uh, Green Door for some of the first Fridays, I think. We're yep. doing stuff in combination with a, a cool little art auction that happens over on Sears Lane. And I'm totally dropping the ball. This is all called. This is all my hood. But, uh, yes, Fridays, yeah. the art first Friday over there at Green Door Studio but on Pine Street. Check them on Instagram. But the, yeah, there's another. There's, like, an actual art auction that's super awesome okay. uh, that they just started back up again last first Friday of, what was it, of? Um, November. Okay. And they're going to be doing it again. And that's, and I, I'm so dropping the ball on promoting it, but it's it's a good little venue on Sears Lane. Um, also, you're going to be on my album, which, you know. On the albums, yeah. on, on all of your albums. <laughs> yeah. uh, just keep keep hitting me up. Um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, podcast. You're, some, you're, you're someone who, every time you say you're going to do something, you 100% intend to. And almost every time you do, yeah. <laughs> but like, but like, not you, got, always. you got to check you know, up. I no, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm the same. No, no, no. I'm the yo, God, I'm the one to cancel last time. So like, trust me, I'm the same. So like, don't get that twisted. Um, oh. But uh, no, but it's it comes down to like you you're, you you want to be so alive. You know, you want to be a part of all these things. And it's like sometimes it's easy for us. You know, just anyone, whether you're a parent, you work, you're in school, blah blah. It's like it's. We got to try to do our best to like not overextend, not even for all the things we do show up for, but like for our own mental health and like the imbalance. Cause like I don't sleep enough. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and like in order to be the best in all those settings, we need to, you know, be taking care of ourselves. So put your own fucking mask on first type shit. Yeah. yeah. I'm not talking COVID mask, you know, I'm talking about like one. No. Anyway, yeah. 
No, it's a morphic, yeah. 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 Beauty, man. Well, shit. I'm so hyped that you came through. And uh, obviously, you're going to need to come back on because we're just scratching the surface. You know, we oh have my gosh, totally. many, many things to talk about over here. Um, yeah, we got really into the music, and there's so many fun fun things to talk about. You're amazing. Thanks for having me on, for real. So I can't say thank you I enough. mean, without you, I'd just be like some dude just sitting here talking to a camera, which I don't know. What do you guys think? Click a, hit the like if you don't need gas. You just want to hear trap talk shit. Um, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, but yeah, I don't know if there's a, if you want to make any shouts or tell anybody about anything or I don't know, do whatever you want. Yeah, do, do whatever I want. That's a, that's a very risky statement. No, I have to say we've covered a lot, and it's hard. I knew this was going to happen when you get to the end, or I even in it. Happen. The idea of like, how do you, it's, it's not the, how do you capture everything? It's a break in action. Don't capture everything. But yeah, I, I would have to say I really want to say thank you to everyone that's ever been a part of the journey that's brought me to this point. The, all the all the best lessons and all the hardest lessons and uh to all that i've loved and my daughter she's amazing such a blessing what up coat couldn't ask for a better kid on this planet in my lifetime um yeah all those that aren't with us and all that all you know in the spirit realm and those dimensions hovering and inspiring yeah to all the inspirations um all my relatives and all my friends and uh to all of you Thank you, and thank you, and thank you. Hey, give thanks, you know give what I thanks. mean? Give it's thanks. It's a good time to give, give thanks, thanks. You, don't you know? Need, you don't need to do the whole Christopher Columbus jam to give thanks, you feel nah, me? giving thanks every day. So I know people who don't even eat turkey, and they're thankful. So, you know. For real. Hey, hold, my hold, man, I'm so on. glad that you came through, and, uh, yeah, just thanks for being my friend and being awesome and everything you've done for myself uh, and just our community. Ah, cheers. 100. This has been right Golden Hour. Three, 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 three. With the two of us, one of a kind guests, Transpond. Three's the magic number. And we out. Okay, we're out of here.